For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just Monday, it's Raj's birthday. I'm Jack Farmer, he's Justin Labar. Raj Geary, though, it's his birthday. We're going to be selling it all night long as we talk about <laughs> the three hours of Can't Miss TV we call Monday Night Raw. Uh, before we get to the, uh, the, the big guy, Justin, how are you doing so far today? Probably not as good as birthday boy Raj, but I'm hanging in there. Cheers, gentlemen. <laughs> uh raj how's the birthday going so far you know mostly good mostly good my tickets for the weekend i get an email this afternoon that the weekend can uh concert that i was supposed to go to with my wifey and some friends has been canceled completely canceled not rescheduled canceled and longtime listeners of the podcast know how i am with the weekend i was really pumped and it's gone so a little, you know, champagne problems. Yeah. When Take, was the concert supposed to be? In Denver. No, oh, when? I think yeah. it was March. February or March. Oh. Well, it's not like it was supposed to be like tonight on your birthday or something. Oh, no. But I got the... See, Ticketmaster, they should have a thing where it looks at your birthday. And if it's your birthday, they don't send that email out. <laughs> it goes out the next day. <laughs> <laughs> But today's so, technology, it's easy can, to do. We can put a man on the moon. We can figure out emails. Yeah, February twenty seventh was when it was supposed to be. Uh, well, you know, take my breath, not take my tickets. That's the problem. They took my tickets and my breath. Hop in the wrestling egg jet and just go to a different city. To I was blinded by this news. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you buy new tickets, it'll be worth it. Uh, trying to make some girl, you're worth it. I don't know. Any- Guns and Roses too. That was the other. Con- there were two concerts I was looking forward to: Guns and Roses, which I've been to, and the weekend, and both does, canceled. Does it say why they canceled that far out? Seems- so with the weekend, he's saying that first it's a lot of the restrictions at the arenas, and because of all the demand for him, he wants to change it now to a stadium only tour instead of wow. doing arenas. So they're hmm. saying they're going to reschedule for stadiums. So we'll see. That and, seems dicey. And I got to say, Michael, Issa, Drew, Samantha, everyone, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. I've, I've been overwhelmed with all the well wishes on Twitter and everywhere today. It's it's crazy. Thank you guys. Sometimes Twitter can be a nice place and they can do nice things. But let's throw that out the window and let's talk about ratings. Oh, it's not a nice place when it comes to ratings. This is where (laughs) things get dicey. This is where things get a little scary. Uh, Ratings this weekend, Friday specifically, this had everyone a buzz. The war was on. The shots were fired. Breaks down SmackDown. 866,000 viewers with a .24 demo. Rampage, 578,000 viewers with a .24 demo as well. Uh, Equal ratings in the demo throughout, but head-to-head, AEW got the win. And before people think that I'm just saying that because I'm an AEW homer, I say it because it's noteworthy. If 
if SmackDown won, who cares? That's not news. But the fact that AEW seemed to be in the lead during the head-to-head time seems very interesting to me. Now, Raj, there was all sorts of chatter about what's being measured where and who and all this other stuff. Can you help simplify this for a guy like me that doesn't get it? Sure. So to simplify it, overall, more people watched SmackDown than watched Dynamite. I'm sorry, Rampage. Uh, But in the demo that is the main demo for advertisers, in the 30 minutes head-to-head, Rampage beat SmackDown in that demo, even though a lot more people watched SmackDown than Dynamite head-to-head. Rampage, sorry. You guys know what I mean. Right. Um, And here's the thing. I mean, WWE is going into a renewal year next year. Next year is when they're going to start talking with Fox and USA. You don't want another company even close when you're making half a billion dollars a year in TV rights and you want an increase. So, yeah, you can look at it like, okay, if you want to say in total viewers, WWE won for sure. Um, in the demo, if you were to go to show Buzz Daily and they had those that last half hour listed separately, Dynamite would be on top. So, you know, you, you can take it the way you want. But WWE does not want another wrestling promotion that close when it's coming time to renew these huge lucrative deals that are the bulk of their revenue. Yeah, that was the thing that stood out to me. And Justin, I want to get your take on it. But real quick, I want to say that was the thing that stood out to me because it's not like they're paying, Fox is paying close to the same amount of money that TNT is. I mean, it's like four times more than what TNT is paying. And if you're getting somewhat close viewership, I have to think there's a number cruncher at Fox going, wait a minute. Like this, this doesn't seem like four times more the viewers when we're paying four times more the money. And and we one thing we don't know is how much AEW is making from advertising. Like, are they getting those ad rates comparative to WWE? Like, it is is a a point you know a point four for what they're getting the same ad rates that they're getting that WWE is getting for Raw when they do a point four. I mean, granted, you're not going week to week, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Uh, so you know. We don't know. So to Fox, because WWE is the Kleenex, the Coca-Cola, maybe they are getting way more in ad revenue just based on that, just based on you know the, the name value alone. But who knows? If not, you don't yeah, again, you don't want another company that close to you. Right. Yeah, there's there's positive takeaways for each side. I mean, and and really it's not surprising. It kind of all these numbers did was just kind of confirm when we have a head-to-head situation what we already knew and you can look at the, at the in total yeah more people are watching smackdown we know that WWE has a larger pool of an audience i mean it's you know it's still good that WWE got that even with being on fs1 i think that's a key distinction to also remember is that it's fs1 it's not fox we know more people watch wwe but as raj said the importance is the fact that those that are watching, you know, WWE just skews to a far older audience, and, and advertisers again, you know, they they want young, they want they want um, they want younger, and so AEW still has a long way to go in terms of growing their growing their pool, having their total reach be you know you know be more significant in the millions, but yeah, to be thirty minutes head to head with WWE when WWE's using Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, and, and unloading some pretty big names. 
um, it's it's definitely something that allows AEW to take a victory lap. Absolutely. One one thing that the numbers don't include is WWE. They were on my network TV in two markets in Chicago and in New York. Now in those markets, I don't I don't know why they did this because it, all that does is bring down their FS1 number in those markets some. But um, overall, if you're just adding up viewers, it's not apples to apples because those would be the network numbers on my network TV, whereas it's cable on FS1. You add those up, then SmackDown did almost a million viewers. It's 955,000 and uh, 331,000 So one of their better viewerships overall is this, their second best audience overall, if you include those, um, when they weren't on Fox. But, right, you know, yeah. still. Dude, the official there... number that, that that's going to be listed is just the FS1, FS1 number. Is there a way to see what is there a way to see what Fox would do, like if they were just showing Family Guy reruns or something? Like, do we know like what a because Fox is going to get numbers regardless if they put something on like well, on TV? Is there kind of like a, ba- a way to see what the baseline is? So this was for uh, for baseball, obviously. Fox yeah. is not moving WWE right, except right. for sports. Uh, three of the times they've moved it have been for baseball. One time was college f- football, but right. Yeah, I mean, if you look on Friday nights, WWE is beating everything in, in the 18 to 49 demo. They're beating everything right. uh, on network TV pretty much every week. Uh, in t- terms of total viewers, they're dead last. Uh, as I'm not counting CW, you know, but I'm, I mean, as far as ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, they're usually dead last. So that 18 to 49 demo is what's attractive to Fox. That's what they're winning every Friday. So when people say, oh, it's just the... It's just the demo. No one cares about the demo. I mean, that's those are WWE's best numbers. Yeah, is the demo number. Well, and let's not and let's just enjoy the greatness, which is the trash talk. I mean, it's 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 war in the Twitter in the Twitter streets. Right. But I mean, it's fun to see Roman Reigns going out there and defending his company. And, and I mean, and, and you know, look, oh, it, yeah. it's it's kind of it feels a little lopsided because you have Tony Khan, who is the head of the AEW table. And he will. And he's very active on Twitter. You know, Vince is not going to uh, be popping up. Um, you know, authentically typing, t- t- doing his own tweets and battling back at him. You know, I think maybe 25 years ago, Vince might have. Uh, on, if Vince oh, would yeah. have been on Twitter. Uh, Vince and Bischoff. Could you imagine if they had Twitter back in, oh, in '98? Vince yeah. on Twitter would be the best follow. You I, ever have. Vince would have got his account suspended temporarily. <laughs> Bischoff, man, he would have been a nightmare on there. Oh, that would have been so entertaining. That would have been better than the shows, I think. That would have Bischoff probably... would have had a Bischoff would have had a live Periscope going while like Raw's taping or something. <laughs> I would have loved it. Ah. Um, and yeah, I still say I love the trash talk, and I think it's good for them. I mean, you look at Rampage; their numbers were lower last week. Tony Khan sends out a tweet, and now suddenly Friday night is must see TV. Rampage is must see. Yeah, Tony Khan's tweeting about how Dar- Darby Allen's great. It's not getting that kind of attention. <laughs> and talking smack about WWE, that had thousands of retweets. And so, look, I, I think it's healthy. I think it's fun. Um, it's not getting nasty, in my opinion. Like, it's just some friendly smack talk. I love what Roman Reigns was saying. Uh, I do think if you have a problem with what Roman was saying and not Tony Khan or vice versa, then... Yeah. You're probably biased, but I, I thought I thought it was great. I, th- I think Roman 
Uh, it's clear he was in character when he's doing this interview. And right. he's just great. He's just awesome. And what a flex by Tony Khan of, I have more money than them. I can go commercial <laughs> free longer than they can. Right, yeah. I mean, what a flex. That was, yeah. I mean, I, I said, like, that's probably the comment that probably irked Vince the most of everything that was out. That's the one that probably pissed Vince off. Because he knows Tony himself does not have more money than him. And he doesn't want that out in the headlines of this owner of another wrestling company having more money than him. Right. And, I mean, like I said, Top Dollar doing the uh, the raps also about the young guys. <laughs> there's sneakers. There's, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's just fun. <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt anybody. But now it makes, like, Top Dollar seem like a bigger star because he's taking shots and doing this stuff. I loved it. I felt like I feel like it's win-win-win all around the board. So okay. I think I it's great. Keep it up, fellas. Yeah. Um, but we're about to get into... As long as you're not getting personal, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, 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 You can make it weird and not fun. But for now, so far, it's been fun. Right. Um, and uh, and they, like I said, they should be. If you're the champion, if you're Roman Reigns, you should say that you could beat up anybody anywhere. You know, it's, it'd be silly for him to be like, you know, we're all doing our best, just trying to get by. Like, he's the head right. of the table. Come on. Uh, Who so do you think would win? A fight with CM Punk and Roman Reigns. CM Punk is a former UFC fighter. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know that's tough. Uh, I feel like I want to say Roman Reigns, but you're to be, to be fair, CM Punk has trade. I don't know, but I, I feel like Roman Reigns. I thought you were going to ask who would win in a fight between Tony Khan and Vince, and I was going <laughs> to. Uh. Hmm. I think you would Tony. Actually, Khan would yeah. Now today. Yeah, today. No, it, I Vince think, is. I, yeah, Vince, Vince is, is 77, 70. Vince has aged seventy years in the last twenty. <laughs> so. I don't know though. You, you see his these gym videos of him. That's though. true. Yeah, he's still he's still ripped. Vince, I don't know if he could throw a punch though. He's a Terminator. He's made of metal. He's not gonna. He could beat up anybody. I I, don't, <laughs> I, I take him over everybody on the planet. He'd, he'd find a way. I don't know. So real quick, the uh, the head to head numbers. So. Uh, Rampage uh, head to head, it did. Um, I got the numbers here. AEW did 328,000 viewers in 1849 demo. WWE did 285,000. As far as overall viewers, it was. Where are those numbers? Sorry. All right. And while you're pulling those up, just to say, I think it's a win for both both sides because let's not forget playoff baseball was on like it's not, like they had some big competition beyond pro wrestling happening as well so to get those numbers i think is still really good well and to deal and to deal with a young demo you know at, on a friday night at 10 p.m you know right. it's just yeah so total viewers head to head uh, smackdown to 878,000 Rampage did 602,000 in that 30 minutes. SmackDown was commercial-free the whole time. AEW was commercial-free for the first match, not the whole time. So AEW won head-to-head in the demo by 15%. WWE won overall in total viewers that 30 minutes head-to-head by 46%. And let's be honest. If if Tony Khan and AEW had some special show, that they did like a special show on a Monday for three hours... Uh, or even two hours and went head to head with Raw, it would be the same result. Raw would get more total viewership than them, 
but uh, but but Dynamite probably kick its ass in the key demo. Well, here's another thing that we got to remember: FS1 is a weak station. Yeah. I have yeah. no doubt if this SmackDown aired on USA, and they can't because their deal is with Fox and USA is NBC. But if that show aired on Fox on US USA, it does way more viewers and a way better right. number. FS1, I mean, we saw earlier this summer when NXT moved to Sci-Fi. And Sci-Fi is in a similar number of homes as USA. But they dropped 40% from the week before. They were on USA one week. The next week when they are on Sci-Fi, dropped 40%. It has a huge effect when you're on a weaker station. And FS1 is weak as hell. To, to, to think that it's going to do SmackDown with Brock and Roman Reigns is doing 800,000 viewers on USA. It's just not true. It's, it's yeah. not I, I what, what do we know what the is there do we know what the average like rating is on FS1? It can't be that high. They do do good numbers for big baseball games, but that's it. Right? Yeah, they're number sixty-seven overall with all the networks. I think TNT is top five. And these yeah. numbers don't ever take in like DVR plays no effect. Because I did notice that uh, I had forgot. Like I have a DVR recording series set for SmackDown on Fox, and it automatically switched it over and recorded FS1 for me, um, which I was happy to see because I. Didn't yeah. realize it. Uh, so, but like, I mean, the the DVR numbers don't come into play, right? That that has no, no well for, for that night. It's D. It's it's live plus uh, same day. So, if you DVR'd it and watched it within you know three hours or whatever, it, it would count. Yeah. Uh, Peter in the chat says demos weren't important till Meltzer mentioned them. Shows get canceled for lack of total views, not demos. SmackDown one. Happy birthday, Raj. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. I, I look. I mean, I'll just say this: as a website owner, we get paid way more uh, for an ad that shows up on a U.S. browser than overseas. It's just, you know, that, that's just how it works. It, we get paid way more for the demo uh, than outside of it. It's just, it's just how it works. I mean, Marvel is not going to want to advertise on a show that a bunch of old people watch right and so right. all those video games and all the stuff that people are spending money on um you're going to want to put that on shows where you have a younger audience yeah and to count and to counter peter's opinion is yeah if you ask if you ask an advertiser okay do you want to have do you want to say that you had that you were seen by a to- more a higher total number or would you rather be seen by you know a percentage of that but have far more engagement, you right. know, and they're going to take engagement because engagement translates into conversion, meaning right. it translates into sales for them. You're not seeing Avengers commercials during golf, you know, right. or, or video game commercials during golf. Um, cause that, that's an older audience and you're going to want to put your commercials on the shows where, yeah. You're reaching people that'll actually buy the product. So, golf's fidelity, life investments, and and life insurance, and you know it's yeah. I was watching. Uh, do you guys watch my medication and things like that? <laughs> do you guys watch uh, uh, Mad Money? I've seen it. I don't watch it regularly. Okay. I know it's, the guy. It's Jim I know Kramer. The, yeah, there's a commercial to buy jets. I mean, it's like they're got they have to be paying a shit ton, and no one you, you compare total viewers, it's not even close to what wrestling is doing. But you're not going to see a commercial for selling jets, 
during Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> right after the "There's metal in your lungs" commercial. <laughs> yeah, in your lungs. Wait a minute. You're, you're telling me sign guys not buying a private jet? <laughs> you're telling me Squared Circle Car- Squared Circle carries front row for every damn show. He probably has his own jet. He might. Green shirt guy. Break the clown. Uh, yeah, so I think demos matter. I don't really know much about ratings, but eh. uh, yeah. WWE, Jose in the chat says WWE heralded the 18 to 49 demo in 2009 PR releases. Oh, they did it in 2000. Um, yeah, I mean, to this day, I just sent out a tweet where WWE sent out a thing just a few weeks ago when Brock came back and they were, you know, they said they were tops top in the night in that demo. Yeah, at the very least, um, I know AEW has constantly touted it, and if that's what they're always going for, they've said that before the head dead. So you got to give them that credit at least. Yeah. Um, thanks, Gabriel. Thanks, JJ. Just want to say thanks to some of these guys. I really appreciate it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah, I just want to say thank. Yeah, thanks to everyone in the chat, by the way, for watching. Thanks to everyone for engaging with us. Thanks for all the super chats. Thanks for all the likes, comments, and subscribes, the shares, the five star reviews, the comments in the five star reviews, guys. Um, we're getting into that spooky season of the year, you know. And uh, do you know what's do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar uh, and join 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code (laughs) W-I-N-C-2-0. This is... How am I supposed to get through that without without breaking? Come on. Come on, Manscaped. Um, have you ever tried to trim your balls and it turned into a Freddy Krueger film? Well, luckily, Manscaped is here to save the day and make sure you're smelling fresh with their new refined body wash. Fellas, the ladies love their signature scent, and it will scare away those vampires. So. Uh, Fellas, if you want to say trick or treat, make sure you use Manscaped. If you want to give a treat, you have those ball shaved. Oh, Lordy. That's this is a tough one. Carve your pumpkins. Don't have yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep those pumpkins smooth. Oh, uh, what great, what, what great attitude. We haven't even started. We've gone so far downhill. We haven't even gotten to Raw yet. <laughs> But Manscaped Rocks, we've been, thank yeah. you, Ethan, bringing this up. Uh, Manscaped Rocks, you guys in the chat got to try it out. If you never did and you're missing out, I've been using it for years. Yeah. I, it, it's great. You never you never get any cuts. It, and you, you know, you keep your boys looking good for for the ladies or the guys, you know. So, yeah. there you go. The whole but, thing's nice. All the, all the different, the lawnmowers, all the different versions of the, of the razors or of the, of the, trimmers um the shaving kits you know all the accessories to it the boxers the shirts everything is comfortable it's everything is comfortable or serves a very very important purpose very very specific Specific. purpose but yeah the shirt's actually great i like the shirt and the uh the underwear is is all good stuff 
Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code WINC20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code WINK20 at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> I once uh, I once answered the door for a delivery service wearing my Manscaped shirt. It says your balls will thank you. My wife's like, we'll never do that again. <laughs> Yeah, my I wore it around the house one because it's, it's such a soft shirt, and I, I didn't realize it was on the back. And my daughter saw it, and they're like, "Dad!" Yeah, I, I, I took my dog for a walk wearing that shirt. I forgot all about it, and then I got home, and I was like, "Ah!" Oh. But the boxers, the boxers are good. As long as you don't walk around your boxers, you're, you're yes. good. Uh, Jack's then, walking the dog. He's wondering why everybody driving up behind him is beeping at him. Man, uh, good start to the show already. Let's get into Raw. Uh, Raj, this is where uh, I'm going to disagree with you all the way through. Yeah, today, no. buddy. Oh, no. uh, we're going to start. We're going to start. I just want to cover something that they were doing throughout the whole show. They were doing little trailers for the wrestlers that are coming to Raw, whether it be Bearcat Lee or Kevin Owens or Becky Lynch. Uh, what did you guys think of these videos? Uh, Justin, we'll start with you. Just kind of teasing the people who are coming over. I mean, I, I don't mind them doing it. I mean, WWE always does good with production. They know how to edit stuff together. And, and it's, I mean, look, the draft was a couple of weeks ago. It's it, it, We're in this confusing purgatory time before the, the draft results take into effect. And, and, and guys and girls are showing up on both shows to promote Crown Jewel. So it is hard to, like, keep track of, like, who's on what side starting next week. So, I mean, I don't mind it. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's needed. I mean, I had to keep, I, had to, I have to keep notes to change my spreadsheet. Yes, I actually have a spreadsheet. I have to keep notes to figure out and remember who's where. I uh, I always forget who's on. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who's on what brand right now, especially because they keep saying next week it starts, but all of them are already wrestling. It's kind of a weird, right. weird spot to be in. Uh, yeah, like I know the top ones, but then, you know, when I'm thinking about like Chad Gable or someone like that, I have to really like go back and look because it, it's confusing right now. But I do like that they're doing that. I don't really believe they have much of a plan beyond that i mean elias what what the hell happened with that he was, isn't he the halloween havoc guy no it's a woman for halloween havoc have you, they've, they've shown uh pictures and it's definitely a woman is it the the one in like it looked like a graveyard on nxt yeah oh yeah. that looks like mm. i think that's dakota kai i'm pretty sure it sounded like her in the voiceover it could be but yeah it, it, it's not a guy it's not it's not a man so, but in any case, it's uh, a man, baby. It's a man, baby. In any case, if Raj it's your man. It failed. I think it just failed miserably. <laughs> Didn't do the job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, King Rail says Bobby's opening line to Goldberg was money. Bill even smiled. We know Bill isn't going to kill him, but both have did a great job to build this rematch. Oh, we'll talk about old uh, the no holds barred interview. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily like all the murder, but I do agree that uh, Bill sounds natural. It, uh, like we'll get to it, but that promo it sounded like a sports promo, like you'd see for a UFC fight almost. Yeah, Especially was, Bill. I thought, I thought Lashley here and there can can sound a little uh, scripted, but well, how Bill you, sounded natural. How do you not sound scripted when someone just keeps saying, "Well, I'm going to kill you." Like, <laughs> well, I got some pretty good moves. Yeah, but I'm going to kill you. No, you're not. Uh, I'm going to make you tap me out. <laughs> I'd love to see. You'll get arrested, man, if you try. Yeah, huh? Uh-uh. Yeah, I'd love huh? to see. I want to see some kind of mathematical equation 
uh, explaining and doing the conversion of how many hours and how many miles of travel Bill Goldberg does to Saudi Arabia uh, for the lack of how few minutes he works, equaling the what I assume is at least seven figures. Oh, it's seven figures. Yeah, that's yeah. the formula I want to see put together. Yeah. It's got to be like... The wife is like, hey, the kid's going to get fucked up, but hey, seven figures. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Sorry. <laughs> you're, taking, you're, taking a full, you're taking a full Nelson. Enjoy your winter break. <laughs> Listen, Junior, college is going to get paid for by one evening in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You're taking suck your bumps. You're taking Let's your bumps. Suck it up. Uh, we start the show with Charlotte and Bianca having a... Uh, a We're little... at the start of the show still? We're, we're going to run through some of this. A uh, little trash talk to start. They set up a match for later in the night. Uh, but we also get uh, Jinder Mahal versus Xavier Woods. King of the ring. Looks like Woods is going to the finals. His dreams are coming true. Uh, Raj, let's start with you. Uh, you had Jinder winning this. I thought Jinder was going to win. Uh, King of the ring is always, you know, if you, if, uh, if Finn Balor's going... There has never been two babyfaces in the finals at King of the Ring. I mean, they rarely ever do uh, babyface versus babyface in tournaments. Uh, so, yeah, it surprised me. But, man, I think Xavier's... The only reason why Xavier wouldn't win, in my opinion, would be because he was campaigning for it to win. But I think, man, he wins. He turns heel uh, just over time, just being really letting the King gimmick get to his head. Starts turning Kofi, you know, away from him. He starts being really obnoxious. I think Xavier would be able to pull it off great. I think this could be taking him to the next level. Yeah, I agree. The moment I saw Xavier Woods win tonight, I was like, well, he's winning this tournament. Um, I, I truly do think that, you know, they, that this is going to be his to, his to win. Um, that's a great stat and an observation, Raj, on the baby versus baby not being... Um, not not ever happening for King of the Ring Finals, so that's that's kind of cool. I mean, they did. I liked the, I, I I liked the little bit of you know uh, heat they try to get behind these two babies by having the you know the jaw jacking with each other uh, later in the night. But yeah, I mean Xavier Woods, look, he makes King of the Ring fun again. King mm-hmm. of the Ring for so long, and I'm talking mainly post pay per view era when it just became this random special that they would do over top of Raw or SmackDown when they needed something. Um, it was just it was just so dull, so played out. Um, but he oh, he's made it fun again. Uh, if actually, I feel like he represents all of us that remember when King of the Ring was more meaningful and did catapult careers in the '90s. And so to see him vocally, you know, campaigning on his social channels, and then now they've actually taken it and put it on WWE television. It's like wow, he, I think he's going to get it. Uh, and if he doesn't get it, it's like. I think you're just asking for instant heel heat on Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm excited about this. The one area where I think it would work, because Finn Balor winning as a babyface, it doesn't elevate him. It does nothing. He's he's in the same spot. This would elevate Xavier. If Finn went back to just being the demon, but doing the king, the demon king, and finding a way to incorporate that with the, the makeup, he can't do the corny crown and, and cape, but... If you incorporated that into that getup, that could be cool. The visual of Balor being king would be amazing. The but I think yeah, I, Woods would be fun. 
I think because he's the first yeah. one, Stallone, that has really wanted it, as you guys had mentioned, makes him fun. But I'll be honest, I was gutted when Jinder lost. I really <laughs> wanted him to win this. I was way more invested in him winning than I thought I was until Dude, the match started. Maharaja. That's, Maharaja means king. I wanted it to happen so bad. and But, you know, I think that I think that Woods would be a fun king to watch. Maybe, do you think maybe that leads to almost like an edge and Christian thing between Kofi and uh, and Woods? That maybe jealousy starts to unpack between the two. I think it's a natural. Xavier can be a great heel. I I, I disagree with you, Raj. I think they'll never break up New Day. Never going to happen. <laughs> it doesn't uh, mean Kofi can't be a heel, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it, Xavier can be a great heel, but I, I kind of do think that like the New Day probably it, – it'll come out one day in, a, you know, in post-career interviews or Hall of Fame speech. I kind of feel like they've probably made a pact or even said to Vince in the office, like, look – we don't. We just are not going to do the routine breakup, and we're not going to do the shield. Somebody stabs in the back. We're not. We're, like we're just not going to do that. Like, let us book us as individuals, but we're, we're just not going to do that cliche. Nobody's going to buy into it. They're just such an effective unit as a group, as heel or faces. I, if, I don't know. But if you do, uh, if you do Xavier as king, it's getting to his head. He tells Kofi he's going to be his jester. You know, just doing stuff like that. I think it could be great, and and I think it'd be huge. I think I mean that's a big match, uh, Kofi versus Xavier with the right storyline. Um, I think I mean it, it's not real, so why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, it's a story. It, it's your characters. Their their names aren't really Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. How dare you? <laughs> so, why wouldn't you do it? It you know yeah they'll never break up, Raj. I, they're gonna be friends. Whatever. Forever. Jody Shada Jenkins says, Justin, any chance Balor wins King of the Ring, starts wearing a mask, and then takes over the Firefly Finn house, Whoa. eventually leaving WWE? I mean, of course, there's the chance that he wins King of the Ring. I mean, he's one. I mean, he's got a fifty percent chance, and and it's you know it's it's very possible too. I mean, he's the prince, so it's very possible they play off of that. Uh, and and he look, he was over tonight. There, Sacramento was not a hot crowd, but his his entrance, they were all into it. That he was over, so. Yeah, there's certainly a chance, but in terms of your fantasy booking after that, um, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. They're not bringing back the Funhouse. No, that's they, not. They, yeah. Did um, we ever get? Did we ever get a follow up to, you know, the what happened with him and Roman at the pay per view and like the demon and the, you know the, the music brings them alive? Like, did we ever no. get any nothing? Okay. Nope. No, no. Just checking. Nope. <laughs> what uh, are you crazy? Of course not. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> speaking of crazy, uh, we real had... quick, uh, real quick, Tim Mickles, why break up the new day? This isn't the shield. I just think it'll take Xavier to the next level. I think Xavier could get there. Uh, the King gets to his head. The throne gets to his head. I think he could, you know, Kofi's out his day in the sun. Biggie has it right now. I think Xavier, this would get him there. If he goes, if, if Woods wins the title somehow, uh, yet uses this and wins the title, New Day's got to be the greatest faction of all time, right? All three of them grow into world champions from it? Ooh, well, that depends. Like, are you counting NWO, Four Horsemen? Sure. Are you counting the Shield? I mean... I mean, the Shield isn't yeah. anywhere close to the NWO or Well, the no, no, but, I mean, but I'm, but I'm just say saying, like... Because like, of longevity, too. Yeah, you know longevity. Yeah, I the, guess it depends what metric you're looking at. Like, like, New Day didn't change the business. The Shield didn't change the business. NWO did. 
Like that changed business. DX had big effects on ratings. Uh, but as far as being consistently on top, they're they're up there for sure. Yeah, I think I think they'd have to be in the conversation. Um, but let's talk about uh, this amazing backstage moment where Austin Theory is cutting the promo of a lifetime. The twenty four seven title crashes through. We see Austin Theory oh challenge Jack, the legend. This is where we're, This is where we're getting into it. And then. And then, surprise, surprise, GM R-Truth changes the match, and we get a legend, Jeff Hardy, getting a rematch with Austin Theory. They have a match. Austin Theory gets the win, but Jeff Hardy gets a little uh, little revenge at the end. Raj, was this the greatest moment in the history of WWE Raw? <laughs> Jack, I hope you I hope you cut yourself shaving carving your pumpkins. Yes. Don't my use Manscaped little, next time, just so you could get some just could cut yourself. My, my little jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> I hope you gig your jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah, exactly. So your jack-o'-lanterns get a little nick. <laughs> uh, man, I, you know how I feel about all these rematches with no story. Why is there a rematch? Why is this a rematch when Austin Theory beat him clean? And then we're gonna get into it later with you know, uh, Big E and Drew, what storyline sense does it make for them to be facing uh, Dolphin Bobby Roode again when they beat him clean? So at least shoot an angle. You know, they attacked him backstage or they've been mouthing off on social media, something. And again, this this made no sense uh, storyline-wise, but I like Austin Theory getting a win. I don't think he should have beaten Jeff Hardy again tonight. I think he should have beaten somebody else. But... I, Austin Theory, man, I see it in him. I, yeah. I see him as a star. Yeah, and look, he's a young. I mean, he's a young cat. Like in the day and age where, uh, if you look at WWE's roster, and of course it's been the talk right now of the age bracket, where you know it, it was so it's so heavy on the 30s and 40s. I mean, he's young, but but he's but he's but he doesn't look young in terms of his the way he works. I mean, he looks experienced. He looks like you know I don't want to say a veteran, but he just he doesn't look like a rookie, and. I don't like the backstage nonsense. It was all stupid. And, you know, Raj, you have a point of, like, why, why is he beating Jeff Hardy again? But even still, you know, he beats Jeff Hardy. He's getting, his, get, he's getting his finish over clean by beating Jeff Hardy, you know, doing the selfie thing after the fact. I mean, if you would have told me 12 months ago that Austin Theory would, ha- would have a better booked uh, Debut? <laughs> opening run on Raw than carrying Cross. I would have said you're nuts. I would have said you're nuts. But here we are, and Karrion Cross or excuse me, or Austin Theory has more just more consistent, you know, logical booking than Karrion Cross does. Right. It was going to be better, by the way, while his thing being taking selfies with people. Right. Bernie DC saying Theory should have been beating Killings tonight. Granted, he's been mainly twenty four seven, but still a good notch on Austin's belt. He should have been beating an Ivar or an Eric. There's so many guys he can be beating. Why are you just doing the same match? And then you kind of take his heat away at the end, you know, with Hardy. See, Raj, this is what they're doing. They're building up right now. Austin got both wins, but right now he has one selfie. Jeff Hardy has the other selfie. I think Survivor Series. Ooh, we selfie versus out selfie. Who is leaving with the third <laughs> selfie? Break the selfie, the selfie tie. Yeah, well, <laughs> talk about Survivor it. Survivor Series. That's you talk about a money step. 
social media supremacy <laughs> on, on Survivor Series. Jody says in the chat, uh, Raj, Spirit Squad changed the business. <laughs> they were in the main event, right? They were, weren't that uh, against DX. Uh, that was a Hell in a Cell main event, wasn't it? 06. Yeah. Hey, uh, and then Jax is taking offense to me saying New Day didn't change the business. It all died after NWO till New Day brought it back as far as long-term faction and merch sales. <sighs> they have done well with merch sales. but NWO almost anybody is almost unfair because... You can try to look at the the trio of the original three, obviously, but then NWO NWO became what the whole goal was really the end game. It became its own brand. I mean, it ended up right. having if you if you tally it, NWO had over twenty different people, maybe even over thirty. So like NWO is almost like its own brand. I mean, you can't right. really compare it to any of these other trios or force. You can't compare it to the Four Horsemen. You can't compare it to. to the New Day or Shield or I feel like Four Horsemen almost had twenty people in it if you add all of them up. Yeah, well, they, yeah they did. Yeah, that's yeah, true, I mean, yeah. Paul Roma was Paul in there. Roma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Roma, Sid Vicious, which I love. Sid, um, yes, Lex Luger, I Lex mean, Luger, no. Ole Anderson. St- wasn't Sting in there for a minute? I think he was. I and then remember. they turned on him. He was, but then I can't remember if he was like one of those, like a. Affiliated guys more than an actual member because it was kind of yeah. weird, wasn't it? Someone in the like, chat will know. I, I could have sworn he was in briefly and they turned on him, but maybe he, you're right that it was just he was teaming with them. I was always a Mongo guy myself, but um, man, Jack, do you follow the Mongo Twitter account where it's like yeah. just all of Mongo's just yes. crazy botches? <laughs> yes, it's a good follow. Anyone who's yeah. not watched, Mongo is a hell of a personality. I'll say this. I mean, he. He, they threw him into the the deep end of the pool quick. But man, if that guy did not care and he was just willing to go all in, uh, I, I I love Mongo. I thought he was awesome. What's and, the story? He is. He's What's got his... ALS. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's sad to see the pictures of of what he's dealing with now. What's the story though? Because like people forget, Mongo was WWE first. Mongo was a big part of WrestleMania eleven. Yeah, and the LT versus Bam Bam, and then being on the NFL side, and he got into it with Kama, like got he out of all the out of all the NFL guys, besides LT, Mongo was the most physical, consistently in the build and on the night of Mania. What yeah. happened that he that? Because then all of a sudden he shows up, he's at the first Nitro. He was on the first Nitro, right? He was, yeah. it was he was with yeah, him he was by the commentator. His, yeah, he was there six. You know, so that's so Mania was March of '95. He's at he's and then first Nitro September '95. What the hell happened that they that they lost hold of him? WWE, I mean, I don't think they they wanted him. Um, I don't think they saw him as the star, and WCW took him right away. And and look, I thought, look, if you ask Rick who he wishes wasn't a part of the Horsemen, it's not Mongo. He loved Mongo. He, I mean, Rick was with Mongo this past weekend. Yeah, um, he. He, he he loved him. So who does who does Rick not want as a horseman then? Probably Paul Roma. Yeah. I'm sure is is in there. Uh, um, yeah, he's fun. Mongo's fun to make fun of. But I felt like he always was giving it his all. You yeah. Know? Uh, and a lot of people bringing up Sting was in Four Horsemen, took a title shot against Flair, and they turned on him. Chris Benoit yeah. was a Four Horseman too. Uh, Chris Benoit, Brand- Dean Malenko. Brandon Hall in the chat says, yes, Sting was a member briefly, but was kicked out because he wouldn't turn down his shot against Ric Flair for the world title. Yes. Um, 
Sounds very similar to Evolution. So, I think that was like in 19, I want to say that was 1990, 91. But yeah. Um, they, 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 <laughs> Flair turned on Sting so many times they made him, they were making him look like an idiot by the end. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, speaking of title, friends turning on each other because of the title, we get Drew McIntyre and Big E versus yeah, the Dirty Dogs. I was saying to myself all week, and I don't know about you guys, but all week I was asking myself this question, could Drew McIntyre and Big E coexist? <laughs> <laughs> and I finally got that question answered today. And I was surprised by the answer. Justin, were you? <laughs> coexist. <laughs> coexist. It's like, why do they need to? What's the story? Like? Why do they need to co be a team? Yeah. Why wouldn't they say, no, I'm not teaming with that guy. There's no reason for us to. There's no titles. There's no, we're not in a feud with the other guys. Why would you do it? Yeah, exactly. Like, if I'm Drew McIntyre, I'm immediately jumping off the apron, leaving Big E to his own, and letting, letting Big E get softened up in a handicap match so I can then go yeah. and beat him three days later. I, yeah, the coexisting uh, for this, you know, mystical baby face integrity that you got to have screw that yeah I, if i and if i was big E, i'd say i'm the world champion i'm not being in some random tag team match do you know what would, would roman reigns team up with some random dude and right. tag team against some random no i would never do that roman and brock lesnar to see if they could coexist for no reason well, if they could, who would stop those two? Actually, that would be awesome. <laughs> could you imagine Brock and Roman as a tag team? Good God. Crush everybody. You know, a, little, a little fact. Brock has not been in a tag team match since he returned after the UFC stint. Really? I guess that makes sense. Only singles. What? Yeah, because he, he makes so much per match. The money is him doing singles matches. I mean... I don't know if I really want to see him in a tag team match, but him and Roman would be pretty as a team would be pretty. That's <laughs> not yeah. think about you know what's it. crazy in the WWE world yeah. is you think back like WWE when they actually did again. I'm going back in like to the 90s at this point. I mean, they did obviously you can go to Mega Powers and such with 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 Savage and Hogan, but like I think in the 90s, like you know Rock and Sock, or there was a point with um, Austin had one or two. The, there was a couple times where you saw the oddball you know keep your enemies closer tag team pairings and they might even win tag team titles and like those are some of the best stories when they did them and but it wasn't every month or every year right. and now it's so like funny savage and warrior they did that right now it's mm -hmm. like god that's become that, that 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 is just the the the, the fallback anytime you have two baby faces facing off for the title that's the storyline they're gonna have team up they're gonna miscommunication hijinks ensue <laughs> right. it is it is like they're playing like the wwe 2k games where every match every storyline only has like four options and you have to pick between the four with two and baby faces it's one option it's one it's can they coexist right. no it's yeah. not well they they gotta win they had a fun stare down uh speaking of tag teams though street profits and aj and almost they run into each other and uh, I liked it. I liked AJ taking shots at the Street Profits name. I thought that was funny. But uh, the, we go to Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander. Fun match. Mansoor gets a clean win over a good opponent. This is a fresh matchup, so I liked it. But 
Ali came out looking like a million bucks saying he's going to beat him in his hometown. Uh, and I think, and, and Justin, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like this has just been a very well-executed, very well-paced kind of middle-of-the-show rivalry that's kind of playing out really well. Yeah, it's been one of the more consistent stories uh, to follow. Um, yeah, I know we'll probably do our crown jewel predictions here before we, we call it a night. But, yeah, I mean, I think this is setting up for for at least a big moment for Mansoor at crown jewel. The The real question will be, once they get back state stateside, do they do anything with it? Does it matter? Or do we just table him until we get around next spring and it's time to get ready for the next Saudi Arabia trip. That's what's going to come. That's what that that's the big question here. I did think Mansoor cut the best promo he's ever cut tonight. Like I mm-hmm. thought he, I thought he was good. Um he needs a little work, but I I think he showed a lot of promise. Now yeah, we're going to get to this uh we're going to get to this later uh with Montez Ford. I, I I like I see Montez Ford as an easy superstar. But I don't know if WWE feels like he's too small as far as his thickness. You know, like he's tall, but he's not uh, thick. And and WWE has a bad habit of not pushing guys like that. I because I think Montez has everything. And and same thing with Mansoor. I think his size, it's not really the kind that they go with. So it just seems like. When it's time for a Saudi Arabia show, you'll see Mansoor, and then he might be on main event otherwise. Well, I hope I hope they go with something for him. I hope they give him like a run at, at something, uh, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we uh, we do continue on though, and we alluded to it earlier in the show, and I've been waiting for this one—the no holds barred interview. Uh, we touched on it a little bit, but just because I feel like it was a really big part of the show, and it's going to be a big part of Crown Jewel. Goldberg, again, just saying he's going to kill Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley doing everything he can to try to one-up being murdered. Uh, (laughs) We talked about it a little bit, so we won't belabor the point. But uh, did you guys have any points you wanted to add on this one before moving on? I think this is better than the idea of taking someone's eye out, killing them. Just going all out. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Raj kind of said earlier, I mean, some of the sound, I mean, some of the feel from Goldberg's side of it, it did feel a little more authentic. Uh, yeah, I think Raj mentioned UFC, and I get that. So, I mean, yeah, it's, to me, this is just, this is, this is the office, this is management, this is Vince and Goldberg, whatever, I don't know, whatever it is. This is just writing the, you know, they couldn't have Goldberg win outright at SummerSlam, they weren't ready, you know. They, they, they weren't they weren't going to have Goldberg become world champion when Bobby Lashley was world champion. They weren't going to have Goldberg beat him for the world title. You know, Goldberg's not there. He wasn't sticking around to be world champion. So they they had a really you know weird out in terms of the 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 finish to that match. This is just writing that Goldberg wrong. This is Goldberg's got to get his win. That's all this is. I, I it, the 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 build the heat into this the murder and the sun with the the stuff with the sun. It's just. I'll yeah. be really curious to see how the crowd reacts. I mean, I, I mean, I think the Saudi crowd's been pretty into Goldberg, if I recall the Taker match. They were, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see like what this what this looks like. Raj, is it possible for Goldberg to win, not kill Goldberg, and not feel like I, or Goldberg? How does Goldberg win and not kill Bobby Lashley at this point? It doesn't matter. If Lashley loses, it's not like he's less of a star. I do think Lashley should win. I think it makes it because you're expecting Goldberg to win. 
and I think it just makes Lashley that much bigger if he if he does, especially since he's been losing a lot lately. Um, I think he should win. You know, if this was WWF in the '90s, we would have seen Lashley, you know, visiting the Suns high school football practice, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and just beating up all the kids around, <laughs> like threatening teachers, and that's a show long arc. Uh, <laughs> that would be, and I, I, I kind of wish we would have seen that. <laughs> You could have uh, people playing kids on the team, but like in the football jerseys and him just throwing them around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would have been great. He's looking for a Goldberg's kid, and Goldberg's over in Atlanta watching on satellite. Oh, man. Some, I, teachers, some teacher comes out of the hall, out to the hallway. Hey, sir, you can't be here. You don't have any. Flash <laughs> stuffs him into a locker. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been money. That would have been amazing. I was, you know, when I was watching that Seth Rollins home invasion thing with Edge, he closed the fridge after he opened it. <laughs> like it was the <laughs> lamest home invasion wrestling angle I'd ever seen. Yeah, it's uh, that would have been actually. He drank juice and ate an apple. I gotta disagree with you though, Raj. So today, no, I mean you can't drink another man's orange juice. That's just ridiculous. I mean, hey, you went too far there. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on to rk bro versus the street profits i thought this was fun i i love seeing these guys work together and ross to your point about uh montez ford i was saying to myself we're gonna see matt riddle montez ford main event of pay-per-view sometime down the line road i could see it those guys were so great together i liked watching this got broken up by aj and omos uh, which wasn't the most surprising end of the match but for what we got, I thought it was pretty fun. It looked like a good tease for what the tag team division on Raw could be. Uh, any thoughts on that one, Raj? Um, no, not really. You, know, Justin? Oh, no, I'll just say, you know, uh, I, I can't recall having two tag teams, two babyface tag teams that are as over as Street Profits and RK Bro are. So it was kind of cool to see them against each other. You know, it's a, it was a little more lighthearted in some ways if you really watch close, you know, Randy's saying to them you know he wants a swig or whatever was in montez's cup and you know montez gets the crazy he takes a crazy spin spot they do with riddle and montez is trying to like count his own fingers and you know it was fun but it made total sense you had these two babyface teams you know they're going at it crowds behind them um you know and then you have the heels and aj and almost come out and just and, and ruin the party so it, this was actually just really simple basic 101 but also again a little bit of a uh, a rare thing to see WWE again to have two really over babyface tag teams going up against each other. Real quick, uh, <laughs> I do gotta say there was a line that Saxon made where he said, "This could be the first of many matches between the Street Profits and the Team RK Bro." It's like I think that's pretty much a lock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any match you see, chances are we're gonna see it many more times. No, no Stradamus, uh over there. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, what, what do you guys think about Team RK, bro? I feel like it's getting a little long in the tooth. Like, when they were doing their promo, the crowd didn't seem as into it as they have in the past. I thought, like, man, this feels like it's just jump the shark. And I know j- saying jump the shark is jump the shark, but still, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, it's, it's man, when they got together, or you know, especially when it was in that phase of, like, before they got, even got to the honeymoon when it was, like, Orton was in such denial, and the fans were just clamoring for Orton to accept Riddle. Right, it was big. There was some big pops, and then it was 
great. Oh, they were in honeymoon phase. We're out of the honeymoon phase. It is starting to get like same jokes, same formula. Um, it, it, they're going to have to pull the trigger on something, whether it's the split, whether it's I don't know, but they're going to have to pull it. Yeah, I agree. They have to change it up soon because it's getting. And I know we got Survivor Series coming up, so the likelihood of them changing up before then is is not good. But yeah, by the time we get to Rumble, especially, they're going to have to play up the every man for themselves, who's trusting who. The surprise would be Riddle eliminates an Orton. You know, we all expect the Viper to eliminate him. So, like, they're gonna, but they're gonna have to get to this sooner than later. Because it is, I agree, Raj. I made that note too. It's starting to get really stale. I don't want to tip my hand on the predictions, but I think it's going to happen on Thursday. Oh wow, well. uh, that's pretty sad. So Jack says, Labar, your event on Saturday was Slade. How did it all go? Cheap plug for you. Much love, boys. Raj, here's some birthday money. Oh, that's nice. Uh, thanks, Jack. Yeah, I had we had IWC uh, Super Indie. 20 this past saturday super indie is a tournament's been around for 20 years um i mean cm punk colt cabana brian danielson cesaro anybody you can think of has been an indie darling in the last 20 years has done this super indie tournament adam cole won it a couple years ago um so yeah we had it was a big show uh unfortunately spencer slade the uh, latest labar guy technically in the technically in the history books he did not win and it was but, your fault. It was right? not my fault. It was yeah. your fault. Yeah, you had you had something to do with that, right? What you're, happened? Ba- you're a bad manager, man. What happened, Justin? I'm, I'm not a bad man. I've 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 <laughs> Slade. If you're hearing this, Jack Farmer is who you need to go to for your next oh, match. Please. <laughs> yes. I'll get I'll get I'll get you set up. I'll I'll line up some tomato cans for you. You'll get some easy wins. <laughs> It, it was a very entertaining show. Everybody can check out more about IWC, IWC Wrestling.com. It's IWC. It's not internet, that, that's not internet wrestling community. It's International Wrestling Cartel. IWC Wrestling.com. You can check out uh, past events, see when the new ones are. We have the IWC Wrestling Network. You can also you can stream on there. You can also stream on Fight TV. Uh, I, I tell you what, I hold it up against any other independent promotion in the country. I mean, you go you go to any of our shows, you know, I mean, you've got – titantron we got pyro we got you know 500 people or more houses i mean we, we you know we, it's it's a very very interactive uh, high high production quality show so i'll hold it up against anybody's go check it out online nice in all, and in all seriousness it is very good stuff so i definitely recommend it, it go check it out yeah absolutely and thanks for the super chat i got this for my birthday this cobra kai shirt and with the yes. super chat money i'm gonna get the pants <laughs> yeah, I'd appreciate it if you wore pants, by the way, when you're on the show. Right now, you it's my Manscaped boxers. <laughs> Why well, clean code, it up? I'm not going to show it. Code Wink20. <laughs> uh, so we, we've got... Um, Roger got some Roger got some birthday fun lined up afterwards. He, 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 can't have, he can't be wasting time having to take pants off. Can't wear, yeah, that's, pants no, at a time like this? Yeah. Can't do that. It's a busy, busy day. So <laughs> Shayna Baszler and Dewdrop had a busy day. They had a, a quick uh, Queens Cup matchup, and Shayna Baszler broke a lot of arms, choked a lot of people out, but Dewdrop was able to outsmart her and get the win. And we got Dewdrop versus Selena in the finals. Uh, Raj, was this the right call? Uh, I don't know if this bar- is due to. Bartends. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. either bartending or he's pissing into a cup. <laughs> it's really a 50-50 chance. <laughs> or both. Um, I think I think Shayna 
I, I hope it wasn't because of politics that she's not going to the finals. Um, that that kind of sickens me thinking about that. I, I think she should have won, in my opinion. But you know what? Z- Zelina Vega, when she was up on that stage wearing the, the getup, I was like, she looks like it makes, you know, like it fits, like it makes sense. She could really, it could take her to the next level. Dewdrop, I don't see it doing that. So if Zelina Vega wins, Queen Vega, I like the sound of it. Um, Queen Dewdrop, until she drops that Dewdrop name. If they called her Queen Niven or Queen Piper, that's a different story. But Queen Dewdrop is is not going to help her. So Zelina's got a lot to gain. She looked great out there. I, I'm, I'm as long as they go that way, I'm I'm fine with it. But I think Shayna, I feel like Shayna, with what they've been doing the past month with her breaking arms and like ending careers, for her to get beat this quick sucked. Queen Dewdrop. Queen Dewdrop sounds like the latest like mumble rapper that would right. <laughs> pop up on the scene. <laughs> but uh, but it wouldn't be spelled just straight up the way it is. You'd have to have like a zero in there or something. No, it'd be spelled like K W E N, and then Dewdrop. Uh, I think Dewdrop's the the right winner. I think she should have won today, and oh, her man. new catchphrase is going to be "Yes, Queen." No, here's the thing. Look, this was the maybe the surprise of the night because you have Shayna Baszler, who they've been like, looks like they've been trying to like, uh, re- you know, c- correct course with her. You know, she does the whole gimmick of the queen and the and the, and the playing cards, like so. Really thought this was kind of a layup of marketing that they decided not to go with. I will say though, in the execution, when the match was over, they actually made Dewdrop seem really tough and really credible. The fact that she she was in that submission hold for like over a minute and she's mm-hmm. countering and whatever. And she doesn't tap and you know, she's overpowering Shayna and a lot of the match. I mean, they made, they made Dewdrop look kind of credible, but at the same point, they kind of just poo pooed on all the course correcting they've been trying to do with Shayna. So I don't know. Exactly. If you're writing a book, I, I know I use Rocky comparisons, comparisons all the time. So uh, forget it. Johnny Lawrence, you're building Johnny Lawrence. He's not just randomly getting beat by someone else before he gets to Machio in the finals, right? You, when you're building someone like that, just having them get beat just kind of takes all that steam away. And I think by beating Shayna, look, if she's not going to win, then just don't don't put her in the tournament. Or have her lose by countout or DQ. You do DQs all the time. Um, Anyway, so I, I just think it... You finally get some momentum on someone, and then you take it away. And I just think it's why they don't build superstars, except for Roman. Yeah, I, I think their thought process is she's going to SmackDown anyway, so we'll all forget that this happened. It's so dumb. It's not. Yeah, it's one thing if you're leaving the company. You're leaving yeah. a show that most people that watch Raw watch SmackDown and vice versa. Granted, more people watch SmackDown, but, <laughs> you know... There's no reason you need to beat someone on the way out. Yeah. But uh, Official Tim says, Tonight's show in SAC was good, even though I was working all night. Uh, yeah. Tim, were you working in Sacramento? Were you at the show? Or um curious what the attendance was like. I know Friday night they had a sellout. They they did really bad number in San Francisco the week before as far as attendance went and se- yeah, sell out in Ontario on Friday. So and this and this arena didn't look it was did not look exceptionally huge. It, it so right. I'd be curious 
if they had if everything behind the cameras were tarped off that's not what were sales like before everything shut down? Were they selling out everywhere they went? I can't. No, 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 I, I, no, I didn't. No. I didn't think they, they were. They were canceling house shows because they couldn't sell tickets. They were cutting way down, no. and, and not right now. I don't think they have done a single branded show yet. I think they've all the the non televised events have been super shows. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Official Tim says we didn't have the upper deck open. We just sold out the lower deck. All right, and Tim. Uh, what would your you don't have to send a super chat just a regular chat but uh what would you say the attendance look like percentage wise in the arena and and this this is a smaller building because i used to go uh you know i remember again the 90s sacramento the arco arena i mean that was it was a big arena and but where basketball played out this looks small right yeah it's almost like you know AEW at least has a good lane AEW does not go and run Usually the same kind of buildings that WWE tries to run. The AEW goes for the I next. I don't know tier if they're down. allowed to. <laughs> well, there's that, but they but but even smartly they go to the next tier down. They go to the college campuses. They go to yeah. the the convention centers. They, they, they you know they go down and and they but they sell them out. And so it looks full. It looks packed. They could probably you know that that changes what they can charge for the ticket for the demand. Um, you know, here's WWE paying higher rent for these bigger buildings that they just they, like, like like tim just said they can't even get the upper deck sold so well, aew reminds me of ecw with um as far as the number of fans the percentage of fans that are willing to pay to go you know yeah. that are actually willing to put money for the product acw is insanely high you know like they have eight hundred thousand people watching on cable but they're pay-per-view buy rates were a hundred thousand. So, you know, if you get like 15% that are paying for your pay-per-views, you know, if WWE did that, it would be insane. So, um, yeah, they just, they just have that, uh, a fan base that is willing to pay for the product, which is awesome. That's hard to do. That's the story of wrestling today. Like we, like we're all excited because we have this, this war reemerging and there is, there is a, a heightened buzz, but, like we're not we're not going through what we went through in 1997 or 98 fewer people still watch wrestling it's just the fact that wrestling and WWE takes the lead on this wrestling has found a way to like pull as many cents out of each of these fans as possible these fans will pay to have the WWE network on peacock they will pay to stream this they'll pay to that they'll pay to have this merchandise the, the wrestling fans today is just spending more of their dollars per person than they ever were so it seems, and there's a lot of chatter on social media. So it seems like, it, but it, but there's fewer people watching. It's not, oh, you know, for sure. Yeah, and the amount, uh, the amount that TV networks are paying per fan is ridiculously crazy compared to what it was in the night. I mean, I think 2000 when they did their when they went from USA to TNN, I think they were looking for like 40 million a year, something like that in that range. Yeah. And I'll, I'll double check. Um, but think about it. now they're making 250 million for one show. So it's just, it's a different ball game. Yeah. Uh, and then in the, in the chat, I wanted to say real quick, official Tim answered, if we sold out, that would be 11 to 14,000. I would say five to 6,000 were there. So five to six. it's, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Oz in the chat says, Hey Jack, NXT UK rules, King of the ring and queen of the ring predictions. Uh, yes. Uh, NXT UK is amazing. I strongly recommend it for anyone who, uh, has time for an extra hour of wrestling. It's it's a good show. It's a very very streamlined show. They do a good job of not wasting time. 
King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring predictions we'll get to in just a quick second, but uh, Mace and Balor had a match. Oh, Queen of the Ring. We can say, we could, well, since we got to the finals here, um, with guess, Dewdrop winning, who do, you, who, do you, who do you pick? Dewdrop. You think Dewdrop? I think, I think, because she says yes, and I think she's going to have yes, Queen is going to be her thing. Zelina Vega, I feel like it still curious to me that she came back after such a very public, nasty kind of departure. One of the first really fighting over the Twitch and the other property. Uh, and then she just winds up back there when her husband in real life departs and goes uh, you know, on a contract snafu. Um, to me, it feels like something like, hey, we got to give this to her. We got to do something to keep, you know, to show her that we have more more push behind her this time. I think she wins it. And not just that. I mean, just seeing her up there with the whole getup, she just looks like a star. Uh, she might not, you know, have a five-star matches or whatever, but she's got that charisma. And I just feel like um, I think this is her moment. I think I, I think she should she should yeah. win. And, you know, this will be this Crown Jewel show or, the, you know, this will be this show in Saudi will have the most women's matches we've ever had. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool and important. I will say, you though, mean overall or on the card for any for any of the for any, uh, any pay per view or you any for, Saudi show? Any Saudi show? Well, yeah, Saudi's only had one. <laughs> that's right. Well, what I'm getting at though is that, <laughs> that um, you know we're going to have a couple women's matches on right. this. So that's that's again progress and important. I will say this though, and maybe this is a very I don't know. Take this how you will. Obviously, we've had one women's match before, and you know it's a different country, different part of the world, different culture, all that said you know the women with the female performers don't wear their same attire or at least they had in the past i'll be curious again if the progression of having more women's matches and involvement in the show how we see them presented how we see their looks i'll be honest i will say this it was very cool to see lacey evans uh was it lacey and natty was that the first match yeah yeah obviously for all the cultural and historic purposes that was great great to see the women's getting the women's women's match and having that happen i will say when i looked at it and i stepped back and let time go by and i watched it again you know you watch them they have to change the gear they change you know, basically wrestling in sweats and t-shirts some of that is an american fan knowing what their character normally appears as some of it is as an american fan i i do look at the match and go this feels like i'm watching like a training match or a rehearsal match i'll be curious how the present if the presentation of the women overall their look and just time they're given because time has been cut from the women's matches as of late on WWE programming. I'll be very curious to see how the presentation comes off, if it feels like a big deal or if it feels somewhat relegated, for lack of a better word. Yeah, you know, that was always the big argument was the wrestlers would say, well, look, we're trying to bring progress and, and you know, there were no women's matches on the first one. Now you have two. At least, I think it's two. Um, I don't know. If Shayna Baszler was not allowed to be in the finals because of politics in that region, um, it just still disgusts me. So, yeah. Um, but she had a she put a tweet out. Did you see her tweet? No. I think she put a tweet out. I'll paraphrase it unless I can find it fast enough. But it was basically like, "I've already been to Saudi more than once. I don't need a tournament to name me queen." Okay. So I mean, she, I uh, she said, uh, I've been to Saudi more than once and don't need a tournament to tell me what I am. Okay. 
What does that mean? <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, it was just it was a very and like and then it had like the like does that mean she's saying she's a, she's allowed to go there? So um or is she saying fuck that place? I I mean, I kind of took it as I'm not I kind of took it more to that of like I don't need this hassle. That's mm-hmm. how I read it, but I'm just, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, um as far as the guys king of the ring, I, I say Balor. Uh, I think there's a lot of story and cool stuff that could happen with uh, Woods, and I think a lot of people want to see it, and I don't blame them, but I just I got a feeling it's Balor. I think Balor's winning it. I think Balor is king is boring. I'm, I'm, I guess, I, I, I'm hoping Xavier. I... Woods. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Obviously, we'll see because it's going to happen eventually. But uh, real quick, Mason Balor have a match, and there's a stare down, I guess. No, I guess we kind of covered it. Like, they're going to have a match, and that's... Yeah. So, so some people are asking why, why Shayna wouldn't be allowed in Saudi. They just have really back backwards laws with the LGBTQ... Uh, LGBTQ community. Um. Well, I don't think, I think Raj. I think at the point. I don't know if it, maybe I don't know if everybody that's watching it, like Shayna is, and she's open about it. She's a lesbian, so I yeah, don't yeah, know if everybody's right. aware of that though. What... Okay. Um. So uh, we had a couple quick backstage segments. Uh, Nikki and Rhea Ripley are the welcome wagon for um, for Bianca Belair and uh, John Morrison meditating. Pass. And oh my god. Why. Pass. Why turn? Why break up Miz and Morrison if this is what you got? I was it their choice. Miz was going to dance with the stars, right? Well, the, when they broke him up, they he they didn't know that yet. But if you, if you're giving someone a fresh coat of paint, this is what you're giving him. You know, like Morrison is so talented. Yeah, do something with this guy. Jesus Christ! I mean, I, I want to see Morrison versus Ricochet versus Reggie. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> I think that's the thing about you mean Morrison. Reggie. You said Reggie, the Reginald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. he's Reggie now. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, that's the thing with guys like Morrison and, and Ricochet, and that is what kind of drives me nuts. Is you can just that's your filler in the middle of the show if you don't have anything. Just put him in the ring with Ricochet, or we we always saw that a bunch. But put him in this in the ring with Reggie and just have him tear it down for. 10 minutes and ha- even if it has nothing to at that point even if there is no story you're just like this is exciting though it's fun they're jumping around and doing cool stuff this is I- not a wwe versus AEW thing it's just a difference in their philosophy but imagine john morrison versus ricochet in AEW. it's a whole different match than on raw and john morrison versus ricochet versus reggie i mean actually and i think morrison and ricochet and others think this i think they actually cross paths in lucha underground they did. Oh yeah, Johnny. they did. Yeah. Johnny Mundo and uh, Prince Puma. Prince Puma, yeah, yeah. Johnny Mundo was great. I loved him. Uh, I like John Morrison too, but I was a big Lucha Underground fan. Um, we get to the finals of the show: Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. Um, I think from the start of Bianca Belair's music to the end of the match, it was like 22 minutes, uh, and it ends in a DQ. Uh, second DQ of the night. Um, at least of the big matches. Uh, this was a great match up until the very end, by the way. I was really into it. Bummed it came to a DQ, but not surprised. Uh, Raj, uh, 
Good, good match into DQ to close the show. Uh, I hate, I mean, you know how I feel about DQ, you know, having a long match ending in a DQ. I do think the women have been just killing it. You know, Becky and, and Sasha on Friday, then this. Um, the match was awesome. I think Bianca is on her way to be one of the best. She, uh, her athletic ability, you know, she's got charisma. She's got everything. So I, I, I think she, this match really showed that she's, she's going to be there uh, in that equation with Charlotte and Io Shirai and Asuka and, you know, uh, Sasha Banks. Asuka? Where's Asuka? Mm-hmm. I, think she, she hurt, I thought she hurt herself. Yeah, I, Inj- I, I injured, in, injured reserve. Mm. Well, I should, and maybe not hurt herself, but she got hurt. Um, I don't know. I don't know what was wrong. But I thought I saw her in a cast or something on social media. Yeah. But I, I was gonna say I, I agree with you about Bianca. I think she's well. No, it's your birthday. I don't agree with you about. Wait, I don't know. What <laughs> I don't know what to do here. Uh, but Bianca, she needs to start getting some wins again. I I, I don't remember yes. the last time she walked away with a win. And you can be great and everything, but if you keep taking right. losses in the story, you, if you're not winning. Yeah, it's it, you become that person very quickly, and it's been since SummerSlam. I don't remember the last time she really looked like the winner in the situation or the focal point in the situation. Yeah, this this was kind of confusing to me. It was a really good match. I mean, there once the bell rang, there were two commercial breaks, and it both were they led into each woman being thrown over the announce table. So I mean, it, it was a really cool build in the story. It was physical. Charlotte had a bloody mouth. I mean, we, we caught some expletives of, of them selling. And I mean, it, this was intense. And yeah, like, you know, Bianca, t- to so many people's perspective, Bianca got done so dirty at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. Um, I kind of thought, like, this seemed like this was super predictable, right? Charlotte's leaving Raw. She's the Raw Women's Champion, so she's just going to drop it. She's just going to do what every talent does, and they leave the territory, so to speak. So you just kind of figure, okay, you're tuning in to watch a really good match and the watch over babyface Bianca win this title. And then for it to end, and it, it was it, it felt rushed too. I'm looking at the clock, and they're I mean they I think they ran over a little bit, like maybe like maybe by a minute. And for it to end in this DQ, which is that was even baffling because now again Charlotte's leading Raw, but she's still got the title. I don't know. I, I hope they don't do just a switch. Yeah, I I got a feeling. <laughs> real quick Anwar Ali uh, saying from Saudi I love this show and happy birthday Raj and thank you Anwar I really appreciate it love our fans worldwide and if you ever look at my tweets during Crown Jewel I always talk about how it's so cool seeing fans over there getting to you know, just how much they love what they're watching and and WWE so anything I say about Saudi Arabia is definitely never about the fans it's about the politics yeah, it's it is you know when you think about it from a fan perspective, it's it's always cool when you get to see fans get to have that live experience. So. Yeah, and you could tell they just they enjoy it greatly. And and, and man, I don't know. It, it, I I feel like your first experience at a wrestling show is like, it's like sex. You're never gonna forget it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is, that is You'll never forget your first. <laughs> that is one of my complaints about the Saudi shows, though, is just economically. Like, you know, you see the ringside. You see people, I assume, that just have more money, higher class, that are just right. lounging in these great accommodations, but they don't seem emotionally invested or they seem, right. I don't say bored, but like they're not, 
then if you can catch a camera shot of the crowd further back they're just loving it yeah i, I would just again and i've never been to saudi arabia so i i don't, I don't want to sound ignorant but i just i'm gonna say what i assume would be just the more middle class of the population they are so into it it's like i god i wish they were closer to the ring yeah. to feel that and to show that on the camera again it's my kind of complaint about the shows i'm sure there's i'm sure that is there's so much more to that but i just i, I wish that we could see more of the excitement of the day-to-day saudi arabian that makes fan. a huge and that makes a huge difference you guys have seen wrestlemania four and five right when it was at trump plaza and it was all the the casino the fat people, cats. the fat yeah. cats and it's just like they didn't know who the fuck was who. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They're just like, you know, hey, who's the fellow with the snake? <laughs> yeah, that snake's dangerous. What's he doing with that? <laughs> right. uh, they, they're just waiting for Hulk Hogan. They, and some of them knew Macho Man and Andre, and that was pretty much it. Uh, so Michael in the chat says, Happy birthday, Raj. Curious on your guys' favorite wrestling video game. And have you guys been following up with the development of the new AEW game? Um, I'm going to go on a limb here. I don't think you guys are video game people. Not currently. But pro wrestling on the NES was... I, I, I probably played like 17,000 hours of that. With yeah. Fighter Hayabusa and King Slender and uh, King Corn Karn. I mean, that was that was my jam. King Corn Carn. <laughs> the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, Michael, I've the only video games I've played in the last ten years have been like Madden and NHL with like my brother in law or something. But yeah, I mean no, back in the nineties and early two thousands, I bought the wrestling games. I, I it's it's certainly not the best game, but I will never forget the first game WWE put out for PlayStation. I think it was like Warzone or it, Warzone, it, but, you know, yeah. But it was it was the first one where, you know, it had pyro in it, and uh, there was a lot of little features again that I remember that were big at the time. And PlayStation was pretty revolutionary with with its you know graphics and 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 physics and whatever. You know, I, I remember that. I remember like that was the game I can remember like like really working to save money to go buy. Like it was a big deal. It was a big thing to obtain that. There was this arcade game. I want to say it was in 89. It was called The Main Event. And it wasn't affiliated with any wrestling promotion. And me and my... Uh, we were staying in Alexandria, Virginia. We we had a brand new house that was being built in Fredericksburg. So we were staying at this... Anyway. Uh, long story short, every day I'm going here. And I'm spending probably like 10 bucks a day on this game. And, um, you know, my parents... After a while, it was it was kind of going in the purse and sneaking a ten out. Uh, it was it was theft. Stealing. From I, I was I was stealing. I was stealing from my parents. It was theft. <laughs> but not to go buy cigs. No, 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 not not booze, not cigs. It was to play the main event. <laughs> and uh, I loved it. That game was awesome. I wish I could find it. I, I actually was trying because we have a a spot in our, our basement for an arcade game. And I was looking for either Punch-Out or oh, that game, and one. I can't find either. Uh, I am a, I was, I'm a big video game guy. Uh, well, I, I used to play more when I had more time, as, as it always goes. But I played so much. Uh, WrestleMania 2000 was probably my big one. I played a, a ton of. Uh, me, I, we'd all talk trash at school, and then we'd go, find, go to a friend's house and play. And 
beat each other up. So that was probably my favorite uh, of all the games. But. You know the worst video game of all time? Uh-oh. Was it the one, was it the one where it was all backstage stuff in WCW? No, it was WWF. Uh, well, for me that I played, uh, the yeah. WWF game that they had on NES. It was uh, on Acclaim. It was uh, Acclaimed. It was yeah. the worst. And I was a huge, huge WWF fan at the time. And I love pro wrestling, uh, the pro wrestling video game. And so I got that. And I'm like, this is what I'm doing for the next three months. <laughs> it sucked. It was so bad. It was it was terrible. It was the worst uh, game. I, it was like E.T. If you remember E.T. <laughs> yeah. on the Atari. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that. It, yeah. it's. Uh, I don't think I played that one. But, yeah, one of them, there literally is no ring. It's just all backstage, and it's a horrible game. Oh, that must have been WCW. <laughs> sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like a WCW video game. Uh, remember the late 90s is not wrestling game. Remember, remember the Vigilante 8? You'd be like a crazy ass vehicle and you go around and shoot and have all kinds of weapons. I didn't play that one, but that sounds fun. I, I didn't play that one either. Vigilante 8. That sounds like uh, a or, or, video game. I used to Sega, play like Kung Fu and Sega Dreamcast, uh, Dreamcast, the crazy taxi. That one I remember. Uh, We're different I, generations. <laughs> no, you had uh, uh, offspring when you when you beat it. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Galaga, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> hey, there, there's a place for Galaga somewhere. <laughs> Space uh, invaders. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys are up for it, let's do a real quick uh, run through of of Crown Jewel and get our predictions in. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Who do you guys got? Roman. Do you think he pins him? Uh, no, I think it's going to be a screwy finish. And I think, look, Brock's not there every week and every day. Roman is. I think the only way to get out of this is Heyman mm-hmm. physically, physically does something to Brock. Low blow something. Um, and then you get out of it that way. And yeah. set up for a rematch. Yeah. I, th- I think Reigns beats Brock, probably uh, pins him because of Heyman. Yeah. I think the opposite. I think Brock wins because Heyman messes up and costs Roman the title. Ooh, that would be intriguing. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick, Peter in the chat says, will we see Tom Lawler in AEW with Dan Lambert? Maybe. He's in, he's in New Japan, right? He's got, like, no, his MLW contract is coming up. Um I mean, they're throwing so many guys out there uh, with this angle. They had Paige Van Sant's husband. Uh, I'm forgetting his name. Um, yeah. It's just like, who, who the fuck is that? That's uh, a – look, real quick, not to uh, – that's, that is probably AEW's biggest downfall, or one of them, is – obviously, WWE has downfalls, so AEW fans – Relax. <laughs> How but did Vince it, get in your pocketbook? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been on uh, tri- Triple H. Triple H has been sending me. He's been Venmoing me money for years. Here. <laughs> um, raw, but now I think that maybe they're paying you. you <laughs> no, but AEW's biggest thing is they do, and the, part of this is because their fan base is hardcore, dedicated, as I touched on earlier, and we talked. It's a smaller pool. They assume that everybody watches everything and knows everything. They think they assume that everybody they they assume more people watch being the elite than they actually do. That they will piece little things together, and that's all. Some of it they think that like, oh, everybody knows who the and that is one thing that, that and that is something that they are going to have to, you know, get better at or swallow some pride with if they want to 
truly go to that next level and continue the competition in terms of grabbing more casual new fans. You have to assume, and WWE is the opposite in the spectrum. WWE is reckless. WWE figures everybody that's watching has the brain retention of a of a of a of a of a mosquito like a of a mosquito. memento. They figure, oh. This happened at eight oh five. It's now eight forty five. We have to show you a full recap package to make sure you didn't forget, you dumb shit. <laughs> they need to like tone it down. Whereas AEW feels like everybody's fucking Rain Man. It That's awesome. From Bellator. Right. Who the fuck is that? Oh, Eddie Edwards is doing a a cosplay from 1993 New Japan. Like, no, like, we have to find a middle ground. Why are these guys wrestling? Oh, you didn't. It was on Eddie Edwards' cosplay from last Thursday, you idiot. (laughs) You didn't see Kenny Omega had an entire IGTV uh, reel about why this was significant wrestling. It was up for 24 hours. You didn't see it? Yeah, it was on his Instagram stories. <laughs> Asshole. WWE Mark. Yeah, if it's not on network TV, it don't. I feel like it doesn't count. No, if it's on Dark or Elevation, and it's a storyline that's supposed to conclude on Dynamite, you need to show the story. Yeah, yeah, 100%, because otherwise I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyways, but, uh, back to Bro- Brock and Roman. <laughs> so anyways. So, so uh, Roman. Everyone, I'm going Brock. Everyone in the chat, keep track. Uh, I'm gonna have a perfect score by the end of this. Hair Uh, versus hair. If Jack loses, (laughs) no, 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 no. (laughs) Justin, Uh, wait, Justin, it's after after my man goatee. I already (laughs) lost. Um, but no, no, Jack, you are coming on live after Crown Jewel with me, and if you're. We can do a competition. You can shave your head live. Mans- <laughs> we can use the lawnmower. Manscaped. We can use the product to shave your head. There you go. Live on the podcast. Nah, yes. That sponsorship's going to have to get a little bit better. <laughs> Fine. We shave your balls. Or we don't shave Oh, balls. Sh- Shaving pump- the balls on the podcast. Carve the pumpkins. Carve the pumpkins. <laughs> Jack-o'-lantern competition. Lantern. Off the rails. Off the rails we are. Off the rails we are. Big Big E versus Drew McIntyre. Big E. Big E. Big E's got to win. Come on. I love Drew, but he's he's leaving. Uh, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks. What are the rules for this match now? I think it's his first one. Well, so here's the finish. So you have both both titles are on the line. There's only one Uh, title. Becky's champ. Wait, isn't Charlotte Flair in the match? No, Becky, no, Be- Becky, Becky, Bianca, and Sasha. So oh, Becky's right, 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 a, right, right. so Becky's the champion. Bianca's going to Raw. So Becky's going to Raw as well. So you kind of think like, well, doesn't Sasha just have to take it? Right. So <laughs> Sasha. Mean, uh, yeah, Sasha. Yeah. But how, what, what, what about Charlotte then? Charlotte no. still—that's what's baffling. She's no, still the champion. So, so it's like no. Becky has to win, or or Bianca, and then they trade titles. That's what's gonna happen. I think. Oh, I hate that. I hate the trading titles. Oh my god! I I be- Becky, Becky's gonna retain. Ugh. Because Bianca's just on a slide right now, and I don't, I don't see it changing. I would rather have both women's champions be on one show than do the trade thing. Same. Oh, that sounds terrible. Okay. I agree. Doesn't change the prediction. Same <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> thing. 
Uh, so next up, either Bobby Lashley wins or he dies. He dies. <laughs> a murder match. He <laughs> dies. Murder, <laughs> death, kill. Uh, can I kill Goldberg? No. No, only Goldberg. <laughs> you you got to pin him or. It's it's a squid game. Let's hope uh, Goldberg doesn't concuss himself before he makes it to the match. Red light. I, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going Lashley. I, I, all, all logic says uh, Goldberg wins, but he's got only a couple matches left on his contract. I think it, it it's better long term for Lashley to win. Well, duh, it's better, but they're not going to do that, Raj. This is Goldberg. All Goldberg. They, they had to. Do you? Can you imagine how much it pained them to have to have Goldberg just? Not win and like uh, and, he doesn't biggest... care about wins or losses. No, no, but at SummerSlam that he this is him. He couldn't win at SummerSlam because they weren't getting the title. This is him getting to get a win back in a match that means nothing otherwise. No title on the line. It's, 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 this is Goldberg all the way. He might come in and this might be Goldberg in '98. He might come in and do this in 90 seconds. Hmm. I think I think Lashley's gonna win because <laughs> Gage is gonna help him. I think Gage is gonna Gage. Turn. Gage, wait, tur- wait, Gage Gage turns on Goldberg. Yeah. Oh God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's what's gonna happen. And then uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell. I go Edge. Who won the last time they fought? Rollins. Was it Summer? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rest, uh, Wrestling one on one would say Edge, right? Right. Final Edge. payoff. Edge is winning, and he's gonna be the next guy for uh... for Big E. Well. No. He has a baby face. Wait, which show is he on? He's moving to Raw. Moving to Raw. <laughs> so is Rollins. It's too early, though. So is him. Ray. And Ray still has an eye left. So you can continue yeah. the Ray and Seth Rollins feud. <laughs> right. For the other eye. Yeah. They can actually a... have a best of three because you could take one of Rollins' eyes and then the, the tiebreaker. <laughs> then you start going to, like, the tongue. Take <laughs> I hate us right now. Then you go to the Jack Lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer Ro- well. I'm on the East Coast. It's no longer Roger's birthday, so I'm not playing into this. Oh man, you got to be socks. Rod, I sent you. I sent you a tweet too at the start of this. You, 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 you've uh, completely no sold my tweet to you. Dude, my Twitter's been just freaking nuts the last. Well, few days. you follow me. I think I would like be higher in your priority notifications. I don't see anything. I sent you a fun, clever tweet that I thought everybody would jump on with God the whole weekend it. problem. Oh. Oh, now you see it. No, I don't, actually. I don't. I'm, seriously. I, and not to sound like that guy, but... Hey, go to your mentions, click verify, because I'm verified, so you can see verified mentions oh. to you. Well, Way to lord I still that need to get. I still need to get verified. Guy. I should do that one of these days. You're not Are verified? You not, you're not no, I'm not. No blue check. Really? I'm the only one. Uh, well, I'm not verified. Oh, you're not either. I'm Glenn, Glenn is. Uh, well, Glenn, Alfred is. Well, Glenn's Glenn's been in the pocket of the internet since like 1999. I've been, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's get verified. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm. I'll, I'll let Twitter know. Uh, Justin says I should be a part of a verified. I felt. Hey, so what did what, you what you send? I don't see it. I'm not. No, it's, it's going to kill the magic. Of it. I think I always felt special. I was like one of the first of the wrestling person. I was verified before Meltzer ever was. I was verified. I, I Meltzer's not verified. Oh, he's not. Okay, well, no. good. Fuck him. I was verified before <laughs> everybody else, and then everybody and then everybody else started getting the blue check mark. I didn't mean anything. So uh, then uh, I used a weekend GIF, 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 whatever. 
peanut butter. I used the weekend gif to uh, describe you trying to find tickets to another weekend concert. That was my whole haha. Man, are you sure you sent it to me? It's not on here. You're, you're the only, you're, you're the only Raj Giri I follow. <laughs> there's some other Raj going. There's some Who's Indian priest named Raj Giri that's like, what the fuck is this? Just click, to noti- go to verified notifications. Dude, I'm looking under mentions. I don't see it. I'm I'm, I'm going to two hours. Raj is popular. You got he gets a lot of he gets a lot of tweets. Um, no, I tweet I tweeted it at 11:14 p.m. Eastern time. It's got three likes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so man, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Well, Maybe I blocked you. <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes that checks out. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. I can't All right, I got it. You. There it is. Right. I'll retweet it. I'll give you a retweet. Uh, so Since it's still my birthday in California and Colorado. Oh, that, look, there's the notification. Raj retweets. <laughs> that that said, Justin. Edge or Seth Rollins? <laughs> <laughs> Who's fighting? Not Edge, I guess. Edge. RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. I think AJ Styles and Omos win and RK Bro break up. I agree. It's time. And I think then you get AJ and Omos versus uh, Street Profits. Uh, RK Bro, but the breakup's going to happen. It needs to happen sooner than later, but not this Thursday. Uh, Mansoor versus Ali. Like Mansoor. Mansoor. Mansoor, it's like his, it's like his, didn't they say it's like his hometown too? Yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia. It's like that's a safer bet than Undertaker at Mania, I think. Uh, yeah. And then the other two are just the the King of the Ring and Queen's Cup, uh, which we already yeah. went through. So yeah, Xavier for me and uh, uh, Zelina for me. Same. Both wrong. Both Same. Wrong. Oh, geez. it's gonna be your, your hair is on the line, man. Dewdrop and uh, Dewdrop and Finn. Uh, she um, in the chat says Raj Trump wish Raj a happy birthday. It's it's gonna be the best day, the best day that you've ever had. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best day. It's so good. It's, guys, just, it's not the same. I'm losing it. I'm losing my. Tr- He's not around. I I can't uh, listen. Yeah. And learn and enhance my uh, impression. So anyway, yeah, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge, huge. Uh, hmm. yeah, hmm. it will be. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that that does it for us. And so there we go. We talked about ball shaving and. Uh, <laughs> Arcade games and my bad Great trumpet show. impression. And Great show, everyone. And Especially right. on the floor. Great show. It's, like, it's, it's the Ron Burgundy. Good show. <laughs> Good show, Good Good show. show everyone. Uh, that does it for us today. We've got NXT after show tomorrow on Wrestling Inc. We got A- is AW? No, AW's not on Wednesday. No, back to, no. still Saturday. Back to Saturday. Uh, it's throwing me off. Yeah, it's been throwing me off all week, actually. Uh, even, even now, because I was catching up on it earlier today. It's weirding me out. Anyways. I'm back the, uh, on Thursdays. Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel on Thursday where everyone is going to be telling me how I got every prediction right across the board. Right. Wait, uh, who, wait, Jack, are you with me Thursday? Samantha, you? nailed it. I'm not, I'm not on on Thursday. Who's with me Thursday? It's you and Issa. Issa. Just her and I? I think so. Yeah. Not Alfred, too? 
No, Alfred can't. He's he's busy. All right. Yeah, you and Issa. Should be. Oh, good and one. Chuck. I think Chuck as well. Oh, uh, Chuck. Let's say if it's just Issa and I, that's it, that, that <laughs> that'll go off the rails way even easier. So it's going to be the Roman love hour if that's the case. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It'd be me, Issa, and her dog named Roman. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so you definitely want to check that out and of course friday night is rampage smackdown and a dynamite saturday dynamite uh all sorts of stuff all sorts of news on wrestling inc by the way check that out as well uh that does it for us this week i am jack farmer he's justin labar and he is the birthday boy raj geary that does it for us we'll see you guys tomorrow for the nxt after show thanks everyone for the birthday wishes really appreciate it